we are on the brink of a mental health crisis. And this is why I am so appreciative of the folks over at BetterHelp. They provide the largest online counseling platform worldwide. They change the way people get help with facing life's challenges by providing convenient, discreet, and affordable access to licensed therapists. BetterHelp makes professional counseling available anytime, anywhere, through a computer, tablet, or smartphone. Sign up today. Go to BetterHelp.com and use the promo code Solving Healthcare and get 10% off sign-up fees. COVID has affected us all, and with all the negativity surrounding it, it's often hard to find the positive. One of the blessings it has given us is the opportunity to build an avenue for creating change, starting right here in our community. Discussing topics that affect us most, such as racism in healthcare, maintaining a positive mindset, creating change, the importance of advocacy, and the many lessons we have all learned from COVID. If you or your organization are interested in speaking engagements, send a message to Quantum podcast 99 at gmail.com reach out on facebook at quadcast or online at drquadjo.ca welcome to solving healthcare i'm quadjo caramante I'm an ICU and palliative care physician here in ottawa and the founder of resource optimization network we are on a mission to transform healthcare in canada I'm going to talk with physicians, nurses, administrators, patients, and their families because inefficiencies, overwork, and overcrowding affects us all. I believe it's time for a better healthcare system that's more cost-effective, dignified, and just for everyone involved. Quadcast Nation, welcome back. We are in full effect, representing, I don't know what we're representing, but I'm, I'm feeling good today. We got joy mccarthy on the show today she is the founder of joyous health an award-winning certified holistic nutritionist three cookbooks in the mix and she is coming on to talk about wellness pillars of wellness talking about how we need to think about how we fuel our body think about our gut health getting out in nature how we create healthy habits so many good things we we're, we're, we cover a lot here into including you know, have protein intake. We talk about um, the importance of sleep and we just, we hit it all and it was fun. We, we joke around a little bit. She's, she's a bit of a character uh, and, and I, I really love her content. She, you, you see a lot of what they throw down Joyce Health on, on all social media platforms, including IGs, probably where I think I, we connected first. Yeah, she's great. And the knowledge that she throws down is insane. So without further ado, actually, before jumping on, I just want to, I got to point y'all towards Solving Wellness. You know, this is an online platform where we're offering workouts, yoga sessions, nutrition tips, mindful meditation, cognitive behavioral therapy, all these methods that, and, and talks about how to manage stress, solvingwellness.com. Check it out. We're also got our Facebook group. And you know what we're doing? You can say it with me. We are changing the boogie. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, without further ado, let's talk to Joy McCarthy. Wildcast Nation, listen, we got another doozy for you. We got some straight up joyousness. I had to do it, Joy. I'm so sorry. I had to do no, it. No, don't be sorry. I get it all the time. I get it. Yeah, I'm sure you get it all the time. Joy McCarthy, the founder of Joyous Health, author, podcaster, Instagram oh, yeah. phenom. <laughs> 
Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I need you to introduce me all the time. You know, when I meet people on the street or at my next talk. Oh yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I are you for you, hire? Oh, of course. This is my that's my second job. I just go up and hype <laughs> people up. But like, ladies and gentlemen, we're introducing Joy McCarthy. Yeah, no, I uh, no, but I mean, you deserve it. You've been like what we call changing the boogie on the show for many years. So yeah, we're we're here to talk about wellness, things that we could do at a basic level to improve our overall well-being. But I want to hear a little bit about your story, Joy. I know you we were talking offline that you know you've been tackling this these these topics. This is like roughly 2006, which yep. is coincided with the last year. I was happy. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, tell us your story. What what got you into the field? Yeah, so I had a lot of health issues myself in my late teens and early 20s. And I went from doctor to doctor, specialist to specialist. Everyone wanted to help me, but I wasn't getting anywhere other than sicker. I was taking different medications for digestion, for hormones, for anxiety. My hair was falling out. Basically, the problem was that my hormones were very imbalanced. So I was, I was experiencing a full array of different symptoms with like nothing, you know, there was no like label for it. Like, I don't know what to call why you have high anxiety, you have gut health issues, your hair is falling out, you don't get your period. Basically, I was a mess. Um, but if you, you know, looked at what I was eating and how I was living my life, it, you know, just didn't really make sense. So, you know, I went down this path for quite a few years. And I remember I saw an endocrinologist who, um, recommended that I take a new sort of birth control pill. And that would, that would be the thing that was going to balance my hormones and make everything better. And by this time I was obviously frustrated because, you know, as a young woman, as you can see, I have a lot of hair, but I had the maybe thickest hair. that's the thickest yeah. hair. I must say I've got a lot of hair planet. It's but back then I had maybe a quarter of the hair that I have on my head now. So I was very motivated to get better. And so when this doctor, she was great. And by the way, my family doctor was so great. Like he was always sending me to specialists and always trying to help me, but there was no, I wanted to get to the root cause because that's so much of like what I grew up with. Like, why is joy not well? So I kind of came to a fork in the road when I was recommended to take this new horm, this new birth control pill, because I was just frustrated. I was like, how is this, how is this going to fix me? I'm, I need what if one day I want to get pregnant? Mm. What does that mean? Well, you can go off the pill. Okay, well, does that mean I'm still going to have hormonal imbalance and have all these health issues? Well, I don't know. So I decided to essentially take responsibility for my own health and take my health in my own hands, so to speak. Take the best of Western medicine and the best of traditional approaches and combine them. And I healed my body. And it took me about six months to start to see my hair grow back. My digestive problems vanished. My, my anxiety vanished. How, although if I fall back into previous habits, I do start to feel anxious again. But I went back to my doctor. He did all the blood work. He's like, what did you do, Joy? Like, mm. we've been dealing with this for years. And you've mm. healed your body. Way to go. So that inspired me to learn more, go back to school, because I spent the first seven years of my career in marketing and advertising. And I was like, wow, I just really need to learn more. So, you know, it was through my diet. It was changing my diet. Like 
you know, not like crazy changes though, modest changes, not exercising as much. So doing things like yoga and meditation, like slowing down a bit, getting out of a really crappy relationship. So it's truly a holistic approach. Um, what healed my body and it wasn't overnight and it wasn't from, you know, a quick fix or a pill. It was from doing the work. And so now, you know, I'm mid forties now. So 20 years later, I'm still learning and I'm still, I'm just on a mission to inspire and educate as many people as I can to, um, do their own research and dive into figuring themselves out. Because I always say that you are your own best nutritionist. You know yourself way better than I do. Yes, I can help guide you because I have expertise in nutrition, but you know your body way better than me. So if you find that eating a certain way um, is not making you feel good, you know, if you have your Starbucks skim milk latte with sugar-free, whatever, whatever, and you have a bellyache after, your body is giving you signs and symptoms. So really we need to just pay attention to the signs and symptoms that our body is giving us and try things. You know, it doesn't mean you like go off dairy and never eat dairy again. And now you're a dairy hater. Just mm. means you take a break and evaluate how you feel. That was a really long-winded story. I'm sorry. No, I, lo I, lo <laughs> I love it because we, we hit up a few things. The first thing I got to say is there is no way you are in your mid four. Like, I don't know if you yes. guys got to just ID. <laughs> uh joy here but there's no way you're in your mid i was i was like how old anyways but uh you look way too young for that um, thank you i appreciate it no absolutely maybe um, i'm just really immature i'm oh, very man. childish <laughs> hey hang on to that that's what i i think that's sometimes the fountain of youth and sorry folks yeah, we got totally you're hearing coco in the background and there's, there's no way to find that off i'm sorry um the second thing i really appreciated what you say was getting down a root cause like, yeah, I don't think we answer that uh, or approach things that way enough. Like when we really think about what, as you said, if I come off that pill, I want to start my family. Is that underlying issue still present? You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Like, so such an important thing to be asking. And then the third uh, component of what you, you just threw down to is like the personalized approach, like not having some cookie cutter bullshit saying like you need to be intermittent fasting you need to be right. vegan you really thinking about listening to your body and and learning from that because we all as you said we are our own nutritionalists we're know? yeah we're, we're our own best nutritionist and you know there's how many people on planet earth now so they're almost eight billion we're over I'll like, go like seven and a half. I always use. Okay. So yeah. seven and a half billion people on planet earth. I really believe that means there's that many different ways to eat. Like there's mm. no one perfect diet. Of course, the Mediterranean diet has probably the most research. Um, and if I was forced to twist my arm to pick one diet, everyone should eat. That would be my favorite, but I'm not saying, I definitely don't think that everyone should eat the same way for sure. You have to figure out what works for you. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And, and, and so, as we said, we're here talking about like, you know, wellness and how we can approach it. And um, one of the key components that when, when you when you were talking about your own experience was, you know, how to create healthy habits, how to really approach these things, because I must say, this to me is one of the biggest roadblocks for a lot of especially healthcare professionals, your schedule is shit. Yeah. Um, you, you know, things seem daunting. You're busy. You got multiple kids, maybe 
uh, you're sleep deprived and all these things. So there's a, a lot of things on the wish list of mm -hmm. how to get healthy and how to be take care of ourselves. But it just sometimes it just feels so daunting. So like, do you have any sure. advice for folks or a, a way of approaching uh, uh, creating those healthy habits? Yeah, totally. Um, I think before we get to that, I think it's also about a mindset shift. Mm. You know, really think like if we we could focus on one pillar being food and nutrition. And if we really I think it's important for people to think about the food you eat, the food you drink is providing the raw materials to create energy at a cellular level. This is going to provide you with amino acids. This is for mental health to make neurotransmitters to support your mood. This food I'm going to eat is going to nourish my gut microbiome, which is going to support my immunity, which is going to support my mental health, because we know that many, that every class of neurotransmitter manufactured in our mind is also manufactured in our gut. So I think it's about a mindset shift of like, what, what I'm actually eating, what is it doing for me? So knowing that what you put in your body every day is going to support your mood, your mental health, your immune system, your skin, and thinking of food differently. You know, what every time you eat, is this food fueling me or is it not? So, you know, having that mindset shift and putting yourself first has so many benefits because as soon as you, you know, even just get a smoothie in first thing in the morning, you know, on Sunday nights, you know, put, take seven mason jars and pack in a mason jar all the ingredients you want in your smoothie or a freezer bag, even though I don't like plastic, but whatever, let's just say freezer bag or mason jar, put all your ingredients in for your smoothie, your avocado, your spinach, your banana, your frozen blueberries, your protein powder, your oat milk, whatever milk you use, put seven of them in the freezer. In the morning, just dump that into your smoothie, blend, boom, you have a delicious breakfast and you barely had to think about it because you only thought about it on Sunday. But you've now set the stage for the day. You've got one thing right. And I think for someone who's not doing anything right now, they, or they feel like lost, they feel like, oh, I'm just not doing anything good for myself. I think just starting your day with something good, setting the stage for the day, getting protein in your body first thing in the morning makes a huge difference. And then you want to do more good things for yourself. Because I feel like when you do one good thing, that gets you on an upward trajectory of, oh, I did this, good. I feel good. Now on my break, I actually want to go for a walk around the block. Mm. Like you're you're priming yourself for like, I was going to say it again, joyousness. Um, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'll, I'll, that was unintentional pun. No, um, I, I, I'm all about it. Yeah. I actually love my name, so I don't mind it at all. <laughs> oh. um, but I like that a lot. Like, I mean, in terms of like the example you used for the smoothies, like I, I actually like the idea, you know, just help yourself win, like, you know, take away some barriers. So have yeah, you know, I love that. that Sunday, just putting, putting all the prep you need to, to make it as simple as possible. I often use that. I've had a post uh, a while back about, you know, I, I like to work out. And so I often will put my kettlebell right beside my bed. First thing I see in the, when I wake up. And so it's just kind of like, I'm primed to go, you know what I mean? And I, I like that idea of how it can propel into other healthy habits. When you yeah. start the day off right, you tell yourself, man, I'm winning today. 
You know what I mean? I feel <laughs> real good today. You know, like just, uh, you know, eating well, you, you started the day eating you know, what you were planning to eat, having that more energy to kind of propel things. Um, and just, you know, it's kind of funny how like a little nudge, like a little step. So even if you start with just that Sunday prep, that alone has created such a cascading um, positive impact, you know? Yeah. So I really think this is, that's a smart way of approaching. approaching. And it boosts your confidence because you're like, okay, I did like one thing good. And now I'm going to work out at the end of the day. Okay. That's two things, Mm. but you know, you know, I know we were talking a little bit before we started recording and I think it's really important that people, you know, really have acceptance and awareness of your starting point. And I think this can be tough for a lot of people because, you know, let's look at the January resolutioners, all the people who get, you know, the membership at the gym, they go hard for January and then they never go again because they just burn out, right? Mm -hmm. They end up getting sick because they worked out too hard and weren't nourishing. So rather than, you know, going all out, like just start slowly. This is so hard for type A people though, I realize, but I've had many of those clients over the years who are very type A and I've managed to crack them and get them to slow down. And sometimes it's about slowing down um, so that you can keep up with life really. And, you know, there's other simple habits I can share. We want to dive a little bit more into nutrition, like simple things that people can think about that don't have to be overwhelming. Cause you know, you go on Instagram and you see people have like, they post their, you know, seven day meal plan, all their meal prep that they've already done for the week. And I don't know about you, but that definitely overwhelms me. I get inspired by it, but at the same time, I'm a nutritionist. I do not meal prep like that mm-hmm. <laughs> at all. Um, where was I going with this point? Hang on. I kind of lost my train. No, of no, I, 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 I'll get you back on point. You're talking about whether, you know, oh. to get into more of the nutrition. Yes, yes. Yeah. I know what I was going to say. So, you know, really think about it. So it doesn't have to be that. You don't have to be that. Instagram, beautiful meal plan of seven days, all the meals are made ahead of time. It can be something simple like, okay, I'm going to get my smoothie right every day this week. And I'm going to make sure that at every meal and snack, I have some form of protein, fat, and I eat more color, colorful foods. You know, I interviewed a really great naturopath whose expertise, she does research on the microbiome. Mm -hmm. And I interviewed her on the microbiome. And I'll never forget what she told me. And uh, she said, Joy, everyone should aim to eat 30 different plants per week. And when she told me that, I was like, oh, yeah, no. My listeners are not going to appreciate this. They're going to be like, this lady is crazy. Does she do anything other than cook food or garden? So she said, no, 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 Joy, (laughs) just wait a second. Please let me tell you how this works. So obviously we want to eat more plants to support our gut microbiome, getting more fiber. You know, this is all stuff. I'm sure you talk to your listeners about the importance of eating fiber and all of those benefits um, supporting our microbiome. But when it comes to 30 different plants, it doesn't, it seems overwhelming, but it's not. This could be if you had a bagel for breakfast that had rosemary in it, it had garlic, say it's an everything bagel. Okay. Mm-hmm. The garlic, the rosemary, the whatever flour it was made from, maybe you had it um, with some arugula on your egg, or you had some sliced tomato, mm. maybe at, you know, lunch, you have a smoothie, maybe at dinner, you have some asparagus, um, you have some pesto on your salmon, store-bought pesto, like you're already at like 12 different plants for the entire day. 
So trying to get 30 different plants, because the idea is to get more color into your diet, because color is a cue for health. Color equals phytonutrients. Phyto is plant nutrients. There are over 23,000 phytonutrients in plant foods. Phytonutrients give foods their color, their taste, and their texture, mm. but they're also incredibly beneficial for our well-being and have so many roles. So if we just simply eat more colorful plants, we're going to be eating more phytonutrients and greatly benefiting our health. Wow. Like, I, I don't want to digress too much, but what about the, these cats that are like, I'm a carnivore. I'm a, I'm a, yeah. like we, we uh, just uh, interviewed a, a guy that our first carnivore diet person. Just to, Oh yeah. Just, I mean, yeah. It's very compelling. You know what? I'm not going to lie. Like I always listen to this podcast, the carnivore diet guy. I always find it very compelling. Um, however, I just don't think the research has been around long enough to say that, you know, we should just be only like the carnivore diet is pretty hardcore. Like it's like literally just eat animal foods and yeah. nothing else. Yeah. And so my question is, okay, so what about all the phytonutrients, yeah. those 23,000 phytonutrients you're missing out on? What is the fuel? Now I know they have answers for that too, but what is the fuel for your gut microbes? Yep. Right. So those, those are my questions, but I think, you know, when it comes to these different diets and for your listeners as well, who may have heard that carnivore diet person, I think you got to just take the best of like all the little bits of nutrition advice you get and the best of all the different diets and figure out what works for you. Yeah, no, that's, it, it comes back to that always, right? Like what, right. What, what's going to be the, what's going to be your magic? What's, exactly. what's going to be ideal for you? It's funny. I've been trying to get a good microbiome list on the show. We haven't really covered this actually. And it, to me, it's a, this mystery. Um, yes. Oh, you know, I have some people I can recommend yeah, for sure. We'll, we'll, we'll chat offline uh, for sure. Um, but there's a couple of points that I think we, we should jump on though. It's overall with that theme of slowing down, mm -hmm. I think, you know, this was one of the very few advantages of the pandemic when people right. did have time was to actually like slow down and, and really reflect. And, um, you know, I do think in this, especially in healthcare professionals, a lot of type A's, you know, when they see a goal, they want to go at it as quickly, aggressively as possible. And as you said, in your, in, in the beginning, when you were working out like crazy, sometimes you get negative impact. That, that, yeah. like like recovery is probably one of the most underestimated undervalued yes. um you know um issues when it comes to uh, you know be, uh, athletic performance or just overall well-being as well so i think this is something that needs to be highlighted for a lot a lot of us taking that time to slow down and think about yes. how you want to slow down like it could be a walk in nature it could be meditating it could be um like taking the time to cook just anything that where you get to just be with yourself, be with your thoughts. I think that's a great, great point. Um, the other one, that that whole idea of like where people are starting from, totally underappreciated. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. like, I, like, I'm not a personal trainer, but sometimes you'll see these cats at our gym and they got somebody that's weighing in at about 270 and they, they are in that first workout just exhausted. They're done. And like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I just feel like you're not set, you're not setting them up for success. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so yeah, I, I really think that was important. Um, and the last thing I, I, uh, 
about your rant that I liked was uh, <laughs> the protein. Yes. I, I want to highlight that a little bit and, and maybe get you to dive into it a little bit. But protein, I, I think it's like if I'm a big fan of Ted Naiman stuff and he was really emphasizing how like we really need to amp up our, our protein intake probably uh, even like based on the food guide we probably are way mm-hmm. under proteinizing yeah. so word i just made up proteinizing. i like that word actually <laughs> and so i was gonna Good pick, one. You know, pick your brain joy about some of the the not only the benefits but like ways people can amp it up like different because not yeah. everyone wants to throw down nine pieces of chicken breast during a day yeah. but you know what i mean so like what are some of your go-to's for protein intake yeah, this I love eggs. I think eggs are great because they're a relatively low cost, high source of protein. You know, depending on the size of egg, you might be getting six, <clears throat> six and a half grams of protein per egg. Plus, you're getting essential fatty acids, you're getting choline for brain health, lessothin. You're getting so like it's such like a simple superfood. So mm. I'm a huge fan of eggs, and I do recommend looking to get some source of protein at every meal and snack because protein really helps to balance your blood sugar. Because the problem with carbs, we need carbs, of course, we need to eat carbs, but a lot of us are eating starchy, you know, crackers and chips and baked goods with very little fiber. So when we eat carbs with very little fiber and no protein, our blood sugar rises quickly. Okay, so we have that quick burst of energy, but then we're always gonna have that crash, often have a crash, when insulin secretes often brings blood sugar too low, then we're craving more. So we have this yo-yo effect throughout the day affecting our energy and our vitality. Whereas if you just add some protein, like if you use the example of like, say you're having white pasta for dinner tonight, of course there's better choices than white pasta, but you know what? If you just add some grilled chicken or some canned salmon, um, some chickpeas, not all together. These are just different options. Cause that I'll would do not that all together. I don't give a damn. I'll, I'll throw that down. Okay, but if you those are just options, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So if you, uh, you know, if you, okay, so let's say you're having a pesto pasta. You add some pesto. You add some salmon. Okay, so you've made a huge difference. You've lowered the glycemic load of that meal substantially just by adding protein and then adding some fat to it. So simple. So I'm not, you know, I, I in terms of what kinds of fat I like to, or sorry, what kinds of protein. I like to work with all different people. So, you know, as much as I like to say, choose some animal proteins as well. The reality is there's lots of people who are vegan and vegetarian. So making sure you get a variety of different types of proteins, if you are vegan or vegetarian, you know, tempeh is a great source. Um, Tempeh is fermented soy. So it's good for your gut microbiome, lentils, chickpeas, and of course, I'm a huge fan of fish. We eat a lot of fish in our household um, because I find, again, it can be depending where you're shopping, but, you know, a more reasonably cost protein. Um, It's high in protein, but, you know, can be more reasonable than buying, say, some like grass fed burgers. When it comes to red meat, like I do as a nutritionist, my family, my daughter loves a good burger. She's six. She'll never like pass off. My husband and her love their burgers. Um, but we don't eat a ton of red meat only because we are aiming to buy the best quality and it's not cheap. Mm. So, you know, we, we get our meat from like an online, it's called Sunday farms and it's like all local, um, farms in like Mennonite country. And many of them farm grass fed, 
So, you know, it is, it's, it's more expensive than say, just going to the grocery store and buying factory farmed. So that's why we eat a little bit less of it. So yeah, those are, those are some good options, but eggs are probably one of my favorite things to eat, um, to set the stage for the day. So sometimes it's just a quick scramble. Sometimes, um, this morning when I got to the office, I just hard boil a couple eggs. Cause I knew I was doing this podcast. I knew I had another podcast this morning. So I want like that, like brain, that brain power fuel. Super and then, brain yeah, yeah, exactly. And for lunch, I had a massive kale salad with chickpeas. So my lunch was all plant-based. And then dinner, I'm going out to a Greek restaurant with some girlfriends tonight. So I don't know what I'll eat, but it's going to be Holla. delicious. Girls are going <laughs> out tonight. No, exactly. <laughs> um, no, that sounds amazing. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just think it's uh, important to, to, you know, as you said, fueling is can set the tone for the day. It could set your your mood. It could set your ability to create all that you uh, to achieve your goals like and um you know, thinking about ways that you could avoid those sugar highs or those high glycemic spikes. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm a huge fan of, of, of protein and thinking about how you're going to intake it. And because um, I, I often get that question, how much do you need? And, you know, you could Google it and there's a lot of I different know. numbers. See, I hate, like, yeah, I hate telling people numbers. Actually, whenever yeah. people ask me that, I say, you know what, I'm not going to tell you because I don't want you to be nutritionalizing your food like that. Just like, I don't want people to count calories, you know, just focus on really good quality food. When you're focused on food quality, you have to worry less about calories. If you focus on quality, you worry less about sugar because really good quality food doesn't, isn't packed with all these additives and refined sugar. So really focusing on quality. I mean, if you, if you actually approach this, I often said on the show, the 80, 20 of like nutrition is like, if you right. can really avoid just processed shit. Like yes, you would be miles ahead. And uh, it's really good advice. You know, like it's <laughs> it, I mean, it's it sounds easy, obviously. But like, you know, you think about all, the middle section of that grocery store, cereals, right. crackers, chips, oh. um, everything that tastes good. And that's addicting. <laughs> um, and don't get me wrong. I'll hit up. You hit me up with some chips and salsa. Yeah, and shit. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely like, like I have a salty. That's my thing for sure. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, like salty, I'm salty over sweet. Yeah, for real. So, so Joy, we you know we talked about you know ways of creating some healthy habits. How that catapults things. We talked about how important gut health is. Talked about um, uh, how you know nutrition how it's an important pillar, any other key components that we could talk talk to about, you know, in regards to our healthcare professionals in terms of trying to harbor that wellness to really try and yes. uh, make ourselves more resilient. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and that's a great word, you know, focusing on getting our, we want to be more resilient so that when stress comes our way, we can deal with it. Right. right? Because, you know, that's one thing that I often see, I don't see clients one-on-one -on -one anymore, but I often used to see that the ones who, you know, have their practices in place and their pillars can deal with a lot more stress mm -hmm. than other people who, you know, get so, you know, create so much anxiety for themselves. So something else that um, to think about for your listeners is, and it goes with this theme of slowing down is, you know, how looking at ways to bring more mindfulness into your day. So can you just take two minutes you know, when you sit down at your meal tonight, take two minutes and or not even two minutes, one minute just to be grateful for your food. 
Think about where your food came from, you know, practice gratitude, you know, say to your something that we do. Um, we're just a family of three, but we like to do rosebud thorn. So rose is something really great that happened today. Thorn is something that didn't go our way, which is how I find out all the stuff that happens on the playground. <laughs> and um, bud is what we're looking forward to. Now, if you don't have a family, I think just, you know, taking five minutes of quiet time every day. I like to take five minutes to meditate before I start my day in the morning. And it's, I'm, I have a hectic life. It's busy, just like everyone else. But you know what? Just taking that five minutes, when I get to the office, I pop in my earbuds and I'll do, I'll just do like a free meditation on YouTube or one of the apps that I use. And just taking those five minutes, like how having that smoothie at breakfast really sets the stage, stage for the day because we need more quiet time. You know, we're so uber connected. So taking that time, maybe that might look for, maybe that for someone that looks like not going on their phone first thing in the morning, like not checking their messages until like 9 a.m., until after they've had some time to themselves. So just, I think finding moments of mindfulness throughout the day is so key for our mental health to reduce stress and help us be more resilient. I am a big fan of this. I, um, I'm curious, so you just on a personal tip, you, you, you like the uh, guided meditations, eh? Like you'll just uh, throw it you know, out. It just... depends on my mood. It depends on my mood. Like I really like the Calm app. Do you know the Calm app? Yes. 100%, yeah. 100%, yeah. I go on fits and spurts with that. Like I'll do it for like four months straight. And then I just want like more so just like music to do my own kind of depends like what mood, but yeah, I do like guided meditations. Um, and I think that's a good starting point for people who find meditation intimidating, having someone guide you through it as someone else. I really love, if you're into meditation, check out David G J I on YouTube and on Instagram. He has so many free meditations. I swear if God had a voice, it would be his voice. <laughs> Um, anyways, this guy is amazing. Check him out. I really, what about you? Do you like guided meditations or just like doing, having quiet time? Actually, yeah, I'm, I'm straight away from the guided ones. Actually. I feel like I'm yeah. a, I'm You're a pro now. like a black unicorn. No, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a white unicorn. If you're black, I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not cause I'm a pro. It's just, I find it I don't know. I find it distracting. Sometimes the voices yeah, are like annoying. Yes, yes, like, yes. Listen totally. to this guy. Sounds like I don't yes. know. Yes, nas nasally or needs to. Sounds like you need to adjust your <laughs> microbiome. Um, but uh, <laughs> you gotta find a voice you like. That is so key. Yeah. So like, yeah. I'll, my favorite these days is I'll I'll um, just use my Apple Watch and yeah. it'll it'll have a breathing cadence. Like, like oh you'll just, yeah, yeah. The breath cadence and. Um, I'll, like I'll, um, take every second breath. Like I, I, I like, uh, yeah, really slowing down the breath and just focusing on that for, I'll see sometimes I'll do it at a minute at a time, sometimes three minutes. So easy. Um, so yeah, I, I think, uh, creating more quiet time. I, maybe it's just a stage that I am in, in life right now, joy, but to me, it's so important. And, yeah. you know, even little things like if i'm waiting in line at uh at timmy's for a coffee or something yeah. i'll i'll not go on my phone for example i'll, I'll try and do that a little bit more yeah and um just it take makes it all a really in. big difference it really does make a difference 
Yeah. I'm a big fan when I'm in, you know, I really don't like driving, especially living in Toronto. There's a traffic all the time. I fucking hate so, Toronto. So, yeah. Toronto folks. Yeah, no, oh I God. hate traffic too. And I, ugh, I hate driving. So I often in my car do four, seven, eight breathing mm. to stimulate the relaxation response. And just doing that, you know, like 10 times is so relaxing, you know, takes your, it takes your nervous system from sympathetic nervous system mode, as you know, to parasympathetic, just doing it even 10 times, breathing in for a count of four, hold for a count of seven, breathe out for a count of eight. Some people do box breathing, you know, a four, four, four count, but just breathing is mm-hmm. free. It's available to us at any time and we can immediately feel better. I need to do a proper show on breath work, folk. I, I think this yeah. is one of the, the you should. beautiful hacks. Like I I was a big fan of the Wim Hof stuff for for energy, yeah. getting more energy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's the exact opposite. If you need to settle down that nervous system, it, I always think about it as, as, as your inhale to exhale ratio. I always think if you're looking for, for more parasympathetic, then it's longer exhalation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. uh, it's just something simple that you have at your... Uh, you know, you don't need equipment. You don't need a pill. Exactly. It's so easy. Yeah. And at the same time, you could be mindful while you're working on it. Um, Yeah. I, I, I love it, but yeah, really thinking about how to create that more time. And I'm curious, like when you went to doing the AM uh, yoga or yoga uh, meditation time, was that, how did you, was it challenging or, to create that habit. Cause I, I could hear the voice of so many people right now saying, yeah, I go, you know, first thing in the morning, I got to get my kids up, do all this, blah, blah, blah. But you know, like how did you create that habit and, or was it challenging at all for you? Yeah. So yes, it, it was challenging from the standpoint that I, I had to first figure out when is the best time to do this hmm. because first thing in the morning wouldn't be the best time because, you know, I only have one child, she's six, but you know, the first thing, in the morning, she's, you know, comes in, jumps on the bed. I don't have my mornings to myself. I actually really like mornings, but I don't have them to myself, which is fine. So once I get to the office, you know, I don't, I very rarely schedule meetings first thing. I do have that availability to make my own schedule, of course, but it is just five minutes. Sometimes it's just coming into the office like five minutes earlier. And then, you know what? Some days I miss it and that's fine too. Then I just do like my four, seven, eight breathing. Um, or I get out, you know, if I decide that I'm going to get to the office early. So my office is right near high park is in the high park area in Toronto. So lots of times, um, I'll just go to the park and I'll go for like a quick 15 minute walk. I'll do like the top loop. And that mm-hmm. in and of itself is like a meditation. Yeah, no doubt. Like, I think sometimes people think meditation, you got to be still. It's really just right. being, I don't know, in a way being really focused on a, an activity where you're not I don't know, ruminating on some, yeah, on uh, everything. But yeah, like I, I like walking meditation for real. Um, and then you, you also like it's also the other the component of some of this is killing two birds with one stone. Like as you as you just mentioned, going out for your walk, you get a little bit of you know exercise, yeah, get a little bit of like uh, mindfulness, but also being out in nature. I think that yes. that is. Um, I don't know. I feel like some that's an underrated, um, an underrated tool. Like we we have a, a hiking group in our, amongst our in our wellness community and our ICU group, and that's great. I don't know. It feels 
you know, just being out in nature and, and being with each other, it feels like it, it's therapeutic. Oh, it's the best. I mean, it elevates our mood boosting neurotransmitters. It helps to balance our body's circadian rhythm. So there's hormonal benefits. There are so many benefits. There's a really great book um, by Dr. Alan Logan called Your Brain on Nature. I think this book is probably like 15 years old. Anyways, I recommend it to your listeners because if you need to be convinced, but I feel like no one needs to be convinced that nature's good for them, right? It is so therapeutic. <laughs> we all know, like just go out and hug a tree and like breathe in the volatile oils of the trees. Those are essential oils that, you know, calm your nervous system. Just breathing in fir trees is so good for us. And, I'm, you know, when you're... Go ahead. Sorry, no, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, when you're going for a walk, take, take opportunities for mindfulness, put your phone away and take an opportunity to notice how beautiful the sun looks shining through the trees or how the leaves sound as they're rustling when the wind blows or the sound of the birds chirping. You know, these are all such, these are all things that support, like he hearing these sounds are calming to our nervous system and reducing stress and helping to build our resilience and helping us feel joyous, really. <laughs> um, can I, <laughs> can I, uh, be honest with you i don't know how yeah. this is going to be this is going to come across but in my 40 plus years of of life i've never i don't think i've ever hugged a tree i don't think I've you ever haven't oh is my that, gosh that just, like the you way you're saying it. this do no, it no okay um <laughs> you're saying you this like it's coming yeah but that's just putting your feet on like like barefoot on the ground no but huh? you can ground with your hands you can ground by like hugging a tree it's even better it's even better than just walking barefoot no i'm gonna say this joy i don't know like you're throwing this down <laughs> as if this is like a common occurrence and i just don't know if like i don't know if i know that many people that routinely have done it or have done it before but i'm sure maybe i'm just ignorant on this you know what let's fight you well we'll find out when you post this We'll find out if your listeners ever hug trees. I'm always yeah. telling people to hug trees. My daughter hugs trees all the time. It's what? the cutest okay. thing ever. Yeah, and right. she tells I mean, me how how good it makes her feel. Oh, yes. I mean, I, I might hug a tree. Actually, no. We were in uh, we were in the red one of the redwood forests in California. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was magical. Magic. It was like honestly magical. Trees are um, amazing. They are, they actually are. If you actually sit They're there amazing. and like really. Like, uh, uh, I was thinking as you're talking about when you walk in nature, like one of my favorite things to do is just like look up and look, look at the trees, watch them swaying yeah. uh, with the wind. And you, you really realize how majestic they can be. But um, I have, yeah, I have yet to hug a tree. And Okay, uh, so I want you to do that and then let me know how you feel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll let you know. I um, I, I just, I, do I do it in public or do I? <laughs> No, you can like you. Well, where are you in Toronto? I don't know where you're. I'm located. in Oatown or Ottawa. Okay. Sorry. Oh, you're in Ottawa. Oh, oh my gosh, you're close to so many beautiful green spaces. Oh yeah. So you can no. go into forest and hide, so no one sees you if you're yeah. there. No, I'm, I like to think that I'm uh, <laughs> I'm uh, secure enough to to hug a tree in front of people, but. Uh... Oh, I do it right out on Bloor Street. Like, do you know Toronto? <laughs> yeah. That's like a very busy street, and High Park is right up Bloor. I'll like full on like hug a tree. It's full, oh, yeah. Just full blown hugging. Yes. Actually, if my wife saw that, she might actually think I was having a seizure, about to have a seizure <laughs> or a mental breakdown. Because, uh, yeah, this is, uh, maybe I won't warn her. I'll just do it. Actually, that, that I'll film that. I'll just do it and not yeah. give her the heads up and she'll, she'll call 911 immediately. 
<laughs> you know what? There's a there's a doctor in the states named Dr. Laura Carn- Carnivore, and she she's an MD. She she's wrote a, a book. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she's not a vegetarian. She's a medical doctor like yourself. Okay. And she wrote a book about the power of grounding and, and how there's like, there's so much research. And she's mm-hmm. talking about like touching a tree, hugging a tree. Anyhow, her, her book, what was it called? Earthing or grounding? Anyhow, she'd be a great guest for you. Well, she's, now she has to be. Yeah, yeah she I mean, is just a wealth of knowledge. Wow. Like, uh, I mean, this is my favorite part of doing episodes like this. You, you take the takeaways. Like there was something. I mean, some stuff we were covering, you know, like we obviously know about, but this is uh, Dr. K going to be throwing down some tree hugging <laughs> in the next uh, 24 hours. Uh, it should be interesting. Um, so other pillars that I think about, I wonder your perspective, um, and you could go in any order. I think about sleep. I think about yes. movement and, and exercise. I'm a big fan of resistance training. Um, Me too. Um so yeah, what are your thoughts on any of those uh, bad boys? Okay, well, we can talk about both. We can talk about resistance training. I'm with you there. Um, I would much rather lift some weights than go for a run any day, mm. personally. And I think especially, I don't know how many of your listeners are women, but I think Mostly. women don't, okay, don't realize the power of lifting weights for helping to balance their hormones um, helping to boost their confidence, feeling better in their body. So I, I personally lift weights. I, I lift weights three to four times per week. Um, and I don't do like a ton, like my cardio is more like, honestly, like going for a walk where there's a lot of Hills, mm-hmm. um, in the way I have a Peloton bike. So in the winter, I like do, I go on my bike and in the summer, I just ride my bike more. Um, but yes, resistance training, so many benefits, especially for, you know, as, as we age, for bone health, you know, preventing osteoporosis, so many benefits. Do you, you're a big fan of lifting weights. You mentioned oh, you have yeah. a kettlebell at your bed. Yeah, no, I've, that's my like foundation for me. Like I've been doing that since, you know, 18 years old or, and uh, I like it for the, the natural health benefits, but also the mental health, like, yes, you know, pushing weight sometimes like when you had a tough day at the office yeah. or at, the, at work and you, you just, once again, your focus is on trying to achieve your goals or whatever the, those goals might be that day. And uh, you leave there feeling energized, um, feeling like a, a sense of accomplishment at times. Um, so, uh, no, I'm a big, big, big fan. Um, I'll say, like like we talked about, I, I'll always think about personalizing thing, like activity for people. But if you have that ability to add uh, weight training into your regime, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll never hear me say no. I think it's yeah. so underrated. And even just, you know, if you, if someone doesn't have a whole setup, if they don't have weights in their house, just starting out with using your own body's resistance. I mean, you can mm-hmm. find so many free, there's so much there on Instagram on social media on YouTube. There are so many free videos. Like it doesn't have to cost money. You can find, you know, there's lots of people sharing, um, how to, you know, do a full body workout, a 20 minute workout without weights. Mm -hmm. And I'm a big fan of like 20 to 30 minutes. Like I don't go like an hour. My husband is like, my husband is similar to you. He gets his stress out by lifting weights as well. 
Um, but I'm like, I like shorter amounts because I don't know. I just feel like I don't have time. (laughs) It's just about finding time. Right. So sometimes I just come home from the office and I'm like, okay, I got to get dinner ready. I'm going to put chicken in the oven, potato, sweet potato in the oven. Okay. Now I got 25 minutes. I'm going to do my workout. And then I'm going to come back up and make a salad. Dinner's done. I've done my workout and my husband can put our daughter to bed because I'm off duty now. (laughs) Yeah. No, a hundred percent. I, I, I really like the condensed stuff. I mean, I'm a big fan of high intensity interval training too. Uh, you know, hammering a workout within 10 minutes. I just, I'm saying yeah. it really, it oh, really 10 minutes. Be, That's even better. Yeah, no, it could, it really could be personalized. And yeah. Know, and actually if I was to say number one activity for me would be lifting weights. Number two though, is for sure. Interpretive dancing like that is yeah. gotta be the, uh, you don't know me well enough. I'm totally joking. I oh, know. I thought I mean, you were dead serious. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say, I like dancing too. No, I like dancing. I don't really know what interpretive dancing means, but I, I, I don't a, really know either. <laughs> Maybe you're interpreting, I don't know, the feelings that are. Yeah. <laughs> in the room having. is, you know, if there's a lot of the anxiety, of yeah, you're just a little bit sporadic, but yeah, no, I'm, uh, I, I, I'll just straight up dance, not no interpretive dancing. Yeah. Yeah. That. Us too. We love like dancing yeah. we always love playing we always play music when we're making dinner and then after yeah. dinner my daughter likes to have a little dance party yes. she loves dancing so yep. and then sleep you mentioned sleep that is such an important pillar and i feel like like nature you mentioned that nature is so underrated i mm. feel like sleep is so underrated i really did not value sleep until i would say my late 30s early 40s and as I got older, I'm like, there, you know what, if, if, if someone wants to get together for dinner, I am a okay to have dinner at like five or six. So I can be home and go to bed. I'm definitely not a night owl. I'll like put it out there. I'm happy to be it's home and like preparing for bed at like nine 30. Like I'm not in bed at nine 30, but my, my routine is like sacred. Cause you know what, from the time I get up in the morning, it is go nonstop busy so I need to always make sure that they, that eight hours of sleep I get is like, it is so sacred to me. You rock so, eight hours on a regular? Ah, uh, yes, I do. Wow. That's seven so and a half to eight hours. When I get less than seven women, I think definitely need more sleep. But when I get less than seven, I'm definitely cranky. Yeah. Wow. I cannot, I cannot exist on like under seven hours regularly. No way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you're, you're hitting your milestones. You're, yeah, you're, I, uh, yeah, no, I just, there's the, my goals and then what is reality and yeah, for sure. Yeah, but, uh, how no, many I, hours do you sleep? Yeah. I, I mean, life of a dice, you doctor, it's kind of, Oh, right. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're so, probably, yeah, definitely not the same. I'm sure as no, no, my no, luxurious I, eight hours. Yeah. No, I mean, when I'm off, it's, we're, we're getting closer to what I'm supposed to be, but like, uh, you know, we're, are youngest is almost four uh, okay and so like there's still challenges that way but uh and the puppy is ruined shit oh um, yeah uh, yeah that's sleep oh, yeah. please that is and stop puppies are a house. lot of work yeah. yeah puppies are so much work yeah no yeah I, I told my wife i'm like this is gonna break us <laughs> <laughs> you know it's gonna get easier it's gonna get easier my friend like two months ago she got some sort of poodle mix and she was like, Joy, this is a crazy idea. Like, it's not good in our household right now. Yeah. And whatever. Now she's like, oh, it's so great. Yeah. No, we, two months uh, in. 
I hope, yeah, we were relying on that. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's why, I, as I said before, um, 2006 was the last time I was happy. But yeah, no, it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's getting, it's, it's, uh, it's getting better for sure. Um, I'm, I think, th- is there any other pillar or a set, uh, component that we haven't addressed? I feel like we, we've hit the major pieces joy. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anything major that we miss. I think those are the key things. And, you know, for listeners, you, it doesn't mean you have to do everything. Like just, if you're doing none of those things, just pick like one thing. Um, you know, maybe you decide that you want to get a better sleep. So you're going to have some evening rituals. Maybe you don't check your phone past eight o'clock. Um, and you drink, you know, a calming tea that doesn't have caffeine before bed. You know, there's different things that, you know, I would say for your listeners, like just pick like one thing, maybe it's making that smoothie. Maybe it's getting outside in nature. Maybe it's doing the, the box breathing, Mm -hmm. just pick like one thing. If you're already doing one thing, pick two things and then kind of build from there. I like it. Keeping it simple, building momentum and ultimately becoming just a sound warrior or a sound resilient warrior step at a time. Joy, this has been awesome. Yeah, yeah. so great to chat with you. I love your energy. Oh, thank you. It's been great connecting with you. This, like a lot of, some of the stuff I think are, are, will be new to our group, but it's just one of those things that it's just, we need that reminder constantly to take care of ourselves yes. and, and realizing that it not there's not a cookie cutter way of doing this find a way that works for you build towards it and joy this has been tremendous I, I really appreciate all the advice and and all the sound tips before we jump off how do people get a hold of joy and joyous health yeah so you can find me on instagram at joyous health you can find my blog which is joyoushealth.com you can find just got on tiktok like two months ago what? I feel like a really old person on TikTok, by the way. <laughs> hey, I'm on there too. So I feel Are you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying my best. I just started. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like it's such like. It's a but new yeah, black. You can, it's a new black. Yeah. Yeah. So wherever social media is, you'll find Joyous Health. So if you, you know, are looking for more inspiration, healthy recipes, um, come, come find me. <laughs> and you'll find the cookbooks there too. Um, yeah. Yeah. I have three cookbooks. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. This is a great chat. I look forward to connecting soon. Awesome. Bam, bam, bam. That was it. Podcast Nation, tell me that wasn't joyous. I keep calling calling it joyousness. Yeah, joy was an absolute joy. I'm going to stop saying joy to the world. (laughs) Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, at Quadcast. Leave any comments at quadcast99 at gmail.com. Leave that five-star rating, folks. Leave that on Spotify, on Apple, wherever you listen to your podcast, because it helps with the visibility of the show. And how can we change the boogie without that visibility, yo? Check out solvingwellness.com and listen and connect again real soon. We love you. Thanks for all the support. 